This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's another episode of Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Matt. Yeah, we're here. We're here, people. I think we're all exasperated. We've been saying the same things about this team. You know, it's sort of hard. It's the it's the second night of a back-to-back. Um, the loss to the Timberwolves, which we'll also talk about, was really a frustrating loss. So while... It's probably understandable why they lost tonight with it being the second night of a back-to-back and missing certain guys. It's like, honestly, no one's trying to hear that because of what happened the night before and also just because of, like, where their season is, right? Um, so we'll get into what we think the current state of the Warriors is. Not not the current state, but, like, what does it mean for them for their season? But let, let's let's get into the games, I guess. So tonight versus Denver, the Warriors were in it. High-scoring game for the first half by both teams, which usually indicates to me um, there's not a lot of defense being played. I mean, NBA games, there's just a lot more scoring. But so first, we like there was an assumption that like the main guys wouldn't play tonight because they played the night before, right, Justin? And mm-hmm. there was overtime and they lost and like dudes were like over 40 minutes and like long so there was sort of an assumption that like no one was going to play today and there was some early like report indicating that and then we found out that just clay wasn't going to play and dre and steph would play and then we found out that dre was a late scratch right before the game so, in my opinion, Justin, when I heard that, I was like, why are they even playing Steph then? Like, because on a night when Dre is not going to play, to me, that usually means that 
you're going to have to win the game largely by offense. In past years, they could like also still lean into their defense even without Dre. It wouldn't be as good, but they could. But I was like, okay, this is one of those games where you just need to be the offense. And like Steph already played like 40 minutes the night before. So I didn't think that was possible. But I guess being that the scratch came after they already said certain players were available, maybe it wasn't as easy to scratch Steph. I don't know. Do you think Steve Kerr thought about it at that moment? Um, probably. I mean, I think Steph was what, questionable before, and then they they decided to go with it. So in that moment, it's probably like, mm, is it worth it? And I'm sure Steph actually wanted to play, and they 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 were in the game, like you said, they had a chance. So I don't think it was like necessarily a bad decision, but you always run the risk of guys, you know, getting ended up a little bit more banged up going out of the game than they were going in. So which is what happened with Steph and um, yeah, just frustrating loss because they were in it even more frustrating because they following up a game where they easily should have blew the Timberwolves out and it just didn't happen. So they were making, they were hitting a lot of threes in the first half, but they had like 13 of them or something like that. Yeah. Am I making that number up? Okay. No, it was 13. Pretty sure. And then, but then the threes weren't falling as much in the second half, right? So we, Jokic, and regardless, is hard to defend. We know that, right? He's a great player. But with no, with no Dre on the court, it's an even much more difficult task, right? And so what did you see in the second half where, like, what caused that? Like, I get it. Like, Denver was hitting shots and things like that, but, like, what happened with the Warriors? Why they just it went from like we're in this game to we're not in this game. <laughs> um, you know, just like just a lack of hidden shots for one, for two, just not generating good enough shots. Um, you can really see whether it's fatigue or just disinterest, um, which I, I don't think is disinterest, but like with with Steph, he wasn't as aggressive as a lot of people would have liked him to be. You know, it's a lot of using himself as a decoy, standing to the side and letting other people do their thing. And it's like he just played 43 minutes the night before there in Denver, who always has the altitude advantage on their opponents. And, you know, he probably didn't have any legs. And then, I mean, in the first half, he was playing well, but then he got into that collision in the midair with, I think, right. with Michael Porter Jr., where he, um, you know, banged his leg against Michael Porter's leg, and that kind of shook him up a little bit. And I think he had an ankle thing later on in the game yeah. too. So it's just like he's asking them to do a lot. But yeah, um turnovers, 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 usual. Denver just and it's capitalized like when they off do those. It, when they do it, it's like it's like a period for like a two minute stretch. We're just like yeah. every fucking possession, they just keep turning the ball over. And I'm like, what 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 is the purpose of this? Why is this happening? It's crazy. And it's always it's always everybody too. It's not just one guy. Like it'll be Dante stepped out, Ty Jerome travels, Steph throws it to the other team just completely. JP loses his dribble. And then like somebody tries to pass, it just doesn't get through. And it's like the whole team just gets the yep. Just you know, yeah, it's crazy. I don't <laughs> I really don't get it. I really don't get it. But yeah, it's been something that's been plaguing the Warriors all all season. You know, they've always been a turnover team because of how much they move the ball. But, like, this season in particular, it just seems like 
it's just been extra, extra bad. Yeah, I mean, it. For one, I don't know why the league is scheduling Denver on the second night of a back-to-back. I mean, it was a league pass game, so it wasn't a TV game. But I mean. Jokic is a two-time MVP. You would think you want, like, a good game between Steph and Joker. Like, like, why are you scheduling Denver on the second night of a back-to-back, you know, Um, if you want it to be any kind of real game? And, again, I know that no one cares about their fatigue with the night before, but they were tired. It it was clear. It was, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But also, like, we really need Andrew to get back to being Andrew, you know, especially if you're going to have a night when Clay isn't playing as well, you know, because um, Clay's Clay got stats the second night of back to back. So we really need Andrew to get back to being Andrew. And I mean, I felt like the game where I was saying that he looked his best which was not the last game, right? It was, was it OKC? Was that the game I said that for? Yeah. Because they played, they played, who they played before Minnesota? OKC? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I felt like they were like running some actions for him and doing things to get him like going. Um, And I feel like they got to, you know, because like, and I get it, Clay is their number two, um, in terms of like scoring option, but I feel like the way that they like make a concerted effort to get Clay going, in particular on a night where, um, when I, like I said, when Clay's not going to be there, I just think they got to do more to try to help him get into a rhythm. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, I would, I would yeah, typically agree. I think this night he just didn't have it at all. Like I think they called some stuff for him and he just just didn't no, have it. No, I um, agree. I'm not talking about tonight. I'm saying in general because he's like it's I thought he was maybe back after OKC and then I'm like okay, mm-hmm. maybe he's not back. So, I don't know. Maybe it was just the night, but I'm a little worried about Andrew. Yeah, he he got a it's, it's, it's both like they, they had to make a more concerted effort to get him going and he has to make a more concerted effort to just be aggressive and, you know, shake whatever cobwebs he still has on him, like just shake it off of him. Um, it's really not much else to say about that, like finish inside when you got your opportunities and, you know, they can give him some more opportunities, but when he gets them, you got to capitalize off of them. Yeah, I mean, I think and not I think um yesterday in the Minnesota game, right? Like there was that I don't remember who passed it to him, but he had like he would have just had a layup right at the rim and just like he lost he just mm-hmm. like lost the ball. Was yeah, it was it like was in OT, his right? hands and he just and that was part of that turnover, turnover, turnover period when D hit the, the, the three threes and it's just like 
they had a 14 point lead at one point in that game. <laughs> 14 points. I just in the fourth I quarter. Still, yeah, I that game was so irritating yesterday. It was so irritating. And the fact that, like, I mean, that it feels like our starters don't know how to close. I get it. By the end of the game, they were probably tired, but it's just like, because, you know, when they showed the stat about, like, the Warriors not winning any overtime games in 2017, I get annoyed because I'm like, there were, like, a couple of years in there where, like, we had nobody playing, guys. So (laughs) Um, it's not all just, like, they didn't. But still, they've had trouble. Um closing games and that's why sometimes I'm like when y'all are getting mad at like bench guys I'm like the the bench isn't in there closing games all these games you know it's like but even before it got to overtime it was just like the decision making you know um Mm -hmm. I don't know Justin it just I know that they didn't forget how to play basketball so I'm perplexed by it you know there's times where I can be like it's clear to me I know there's fatigue but I'm like, y'all know you got Denver the next night. Y'all know you got Denver the next night. Just like finish this game. Mm-hmm. And they just couldn't do it in Minnesota. They just couldn't finish the game. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, that was just, it was a bad, it was a bad loss for sure. And I think the losses, what they mean is is magnified because of the situation of the season, how they're still a 500 level team, 52 games into the season. Um, so like if they, it's like if they've won 10 more games up to this point than they have, then a loss like that is frustrating, but it's not as frustrating. You know what I mean? Like I, I think over the course of an 82 season, you're going to have losses like that, where it just seems like your best players just forget how to play basketball and make good decisions throughout the game um, or in the clutch. And it's like, uh, well, over 82, it happens. But like, when it happens in the situation that you're that the Warriors are in now, it's like, how can this, how can you allow this to happen? Like you shouldn't be like everything. You got to be on your game mentally. You can't afford to make mistakes. Your process has to be great the entire time because the urgency is there consistently now because you, you've lost all margin for error. So, but they're also um, playing an eight man rotation, which is, that's why it's like concerning because you're right. also not going deep. So like when, when you do that, that's a signal to us that y'all are taking this game seriously. So then it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and if the issue is that the guys can't play that many minutes, then you got to get some people that can play minutes. Like, you know, yeah. because at, at some point, I get it that they're going to have much more time to rest and recover in between games, but that's what the playoffs is, right? I mean, Kerr's never been one to just be like a seven, eight man rotation. He usually likes to go nine or 10, but like, and I know the rotations that are going short right now, it's still like, they're probably tired from the whole season, but like, it's also concerning to me that it's the eight man rotation, you know, and like you, you, you still are struggling. Uh, Yeah. I think, I mean, that eight-man rotation, as good as it is, and, you know, we can look on paper and see how each individual player can help this team in a playoff series. I do think they're still just small. Like, you know, Dante, you got – you're running your your starting five, which now has pool in it, which makes you very small. Dante is probably your best role player. 
this year, like non non core six. He's a small guard. Um, and Kaminga is as good as he's been playing. Kerr doesn't trust him to play like 25, 30 minutes a game. He's only playing about 15 to 20 minutes a game because, you know, he does still make rookie mistakes, not rookie mistakes, but young player mistakes. Someone um, I know called there. it a seven and a half man rotation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it, he only plays like half the game. Um, <laughs> and, and you got seven and a half. And out of that seven, you got Steph. JP and Dante, who are all six three ish, and and Clay, who is six seven, six six, but he doesn't play big like that. Um, and then you Andrew had a great at times. Tweet. You had a great tweet because um, Kerr said he's starting to think of he thinks of Clay more now as like a three four, and you were like, mm-hmm. well, he's yeah. a. Let me get the you you say it so I don't mess it up. He's one on offense and another on defense. Yeah, he's like a two, he's a two, three on offense because he's always going to be a movement shooter and stuff like that. He's never going to screen and roll and all that type of stuff. But on defense, he's more of a three, four, but he doesn't rebound as a three, four. Like matching up with guys like a Tatum or, um, you know, Paul George, Kawhi, those type of guys who are like a, aren't as quick off the dribble, um, but they got some size and some length on him. Like he's probably best suited to guard those guys now. He's not guarding the Kyries and all these dudes, the, the quick guys no more. So he's more of a three, four in, on defense, but at the same time when you need him to rebound next to Tatum, who's averaging, I don't know, like eight, nine rebounds and Kawhi, we already know how good a rebounder he is, especially in the playoffs. It just doesn't stack up that well. Um, and then and on top of that, Wiggins. Good... Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I was just going to say he's never been a rebounder. Right. But the thing in the past, obviously, we all know before the injuries, he was able to be a point of attack defender so you can play more rebounders and play bigger players with him, like Andre and Draymond and all that type of stuff, and HB, who was also a good rebounder for his size. So now you're relying on either Dre and Looney or Wiggins and Dre to grab all the rebounds, and that's just – it's tough. It's tough. Wiggins is, you know, still coming back from that injury – and even still, like outside of the playoffs from last year, he's never really shown the ability to be a dominant rebounder like that. So it's just a tough ass for all of them. Jordan's definitely not going to be <laughs> grabbing a bunch of rebounds out there. So you put a lot of pressure on these dudes to play bigger than they should have to play. Shout out to the Canary House who complains about Clay's rebounding all the time, but rightfully so. I'm saying like, <laughs> You telling me he can't do more? <laughs> Shout out to the Canary House, yeah. though. Definite support of the show. We appreciate you. Really, really, really smart. If you don't know who she is, check her out. That's the handle. Canary, the Canary House. Um, I think it's a good point to break because it's just a good point to break. <laughs> so we will be back. We got more to discuss, unfortunately. And I say that because it's, it's not it's not fun vibes over here. It's just not 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 that kind of a night. Um, so you're tuned into Golden Spaces with Justin and Nat. We will be right back. <laughs> 